Okay, so thanks for doing this. Welcome on. Um, I always have the guest do an introduction, and so I'll just have you say who you are and then what you currently do, and then kind of what brought you to that point. What brought me? Wow. You can interpret um, that any way you want. Uh, so I'm Bill Carmen. What I currently do is I, I you know, teach illustration at Hardy University, and uh, I also am an active artist, illustrator, um, currently with projects going, you know, and commissions, and um, so, yeah, and I'm brought me to, to, to this place is a lifetime of you know living and and um i mean i went to school i studied i studied, studied visual communications and went back and got a, a master of fine arts you know degree in painting um so that i could teach because you know teaching has been very fulfilling and you know i've enjoyed it but at, at heart i'm not an academic i'm you know i'm a studio artist and i've always been i never really fit in with academics very well um but i like the classroom and so um but everything else about academics is kind of just not that in enjoyable to me you know um, I'd, I'd rather be in the studio or rather be in the classroom and, and those are basically my two favorite places of you know being outdoors but there's no no place i'd rather be than my studio i mean do you think that you learn, like obviously every time you're in your studio, you know, you're learning because you're working and you're working on new things. Do you think that when you are in the classroom, you're learning from your students? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Uh, and you know, especially in something like illustration and, and these days, you know, um, you know, 20 years ago, uh, the, the, the world, the, the, the illustration world, what it, you know, what it did is just much smaller, but things have just grown and expanded so much that I don't think anybody can keep up with everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a teacher, there's just no way I can have my fingers and my brain and my eyes and everything. And so I learned, you know, things every day. And certainly I learn about people every day um, right. and how people, you know, change over the years. And, uh, you know, students now are much different than students 20 years ago, 25, 30 years ago when I started. Um, and so, yeah, I, 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 I constantly learn and, you know, and you learn without learning, right? It's not like this actively. Yeah. I want to learn something today. It, it, it just happens. And that's the best kind of learning to me, you know, just learning by experiencing. And so um, that's, you know, mm -hmm. it's a good question, but it's very, very, very true. Um, you know, and I, I actively learn in my studio by, you know, challenge, I still challenge myself. I, I, I can't just sit and do the things that I've always done the same way. I always do stupid stuff like having to, you know, get halfway through a painting and paint out three quarters of it and, and you know, or, or work on a new surface or a new material or, you know, um, just... Sometimes it's stupid challenges. I shouldn't do it. Waste time. Well, it waste time, but it takes time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but I can't, I'm not wired any other way. Mm -hmm. um, I could never be that kind of illustrator that just, and I have friends and acquaintances that, that do this. They have a methodology. They have a way of working. They get a job. They know exactly that it'll take exactly two weeks to finish that job. 
you know, every step along the way. And um, it's it's laid out. And, you know, I just think, God, I would just be bored to death mm-hmm. without discovery, every piece, you know. Um, yeah, I think it's really important to, like, reevaluate how you're doing things. I, I just finished reading the autobiography of um, Ed Catmull, one of the founders of Pixar. And he talks about uh, one of his directors, Brad Bird, when he was writing Rat- Ratatouille. He like was halfway through the production of the film and uh, Ed Catmull came one day and he had just thrown away all of the storyboards, like every single one. And he was like, what, what happened? He's like, I just woke up this morning and I just, I just didn't like it. I just wasn't feeling it anymore. So I'm just going to do it all over again. He was like, what? Like, why? And he was like, I shared it to my kids and they didn't think it was funny. So he was like, all right. Yeah, I guess you got to have that kind of courage, right? But, you know, and, but it's so hard when, like for the movie and, you know, that, that, money there's always that specter of yeah. money right and, and you know if i throw this all away i've lost how much time and and, and how many dollars does that translate to so mm-hmm. um thankfully i don't have quite that kind of pressure although i do need to you know i do need the money that i make for my commissions and things but um i never really think about that while i'm working <laughs> mm. how do you like doing commissions i i follow you on instagram and it feels like you've your last like couple of pieces have all been commissions. Do you like that? Do they give you sort of a um, much of a guideline, or is it just kind of a theme, and then you just go with that? Yeah, usually, usually it's just. I mean, not usually. A lot of times it'll be just do your thing. Okay, just do do something, and and that's gotcha. what I want. Um, more often though, it would be um, sometimes they'll give me a word, a couple of words, um, or they'll point me to a piece that they like of mine and say, "I like that piece a lot," you know, or these pieces here. And so then I'll, you know, do something something in that area. It's very, very, very seldom do I get somebody that, that um, wants to really, you know, tell me this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want. And generally I don't accept those commissions anymore, you know, unless it's like for a book or something, you know, that, that right. needs to be art directed in some way. Yeah. Um, and I'm still working on those kinds of projects, you know, I'm working on a book cover now. And so... Um, but one of my favorite projects has been this last couple of years. I worked on a, you know, this a, a book coming out. Um, James Joyce Ulysses illustrated, you know, a deluxe edition book. And you know, I thought they were going to direct me a lot in, in what to do. But they, this is a big time press too, and they they said, no, we want your paintings. So you know, just show us what you're doing to make sure that you're not going to break us. But um, they let me go and it and it was an incredible feeling even though you know james joyce is hard it's Mm. a tough project but um you definitely have like a style do you think that that because i i feel like when i see a painting when i'm just scrolling through instagram like the artists i follow and stuff when i like see one of yours i i don't even have to see like the username i'm like oh bill Bill painted that do you think that that came from something or did you always draw things in that like sort of way and that they're very like dark in like a humorous way has that always yeah. been the case or like for a long time pretty much for a long time certainly yeah um you know of course nobody starts that way i mean i i started wanting to be a hardcore illustrator and wanting to do book covers you know and um and but after doing that for a while i decided i didn't really want to stick with there was always something in there that, that you know i want to do this i want to do something i might do these crazy things that are going on in my head and you know i would do them sort of on the side and get ideas. And um, when I had time, I would do a painting. But 
Um, but it started to develop that that pulled me more and more and more. And it was difficult to focus on. I, I mean, I turned away from some big, you know, paydays, um, being a partner in an ad agency, you know, that, that blew up and went big. And um, I could have retired years ago, Rich, and, and you know, turning away from the opportunities at LucasArts, you know, um, and things because those things keep eat, kept eating at me. And then I found teaching and it allowed me some time to actually pursue those things, you know. Um, and so they, they'd all been, always been percolating and I, I'd always been drawn to that kind of stuff and it all mixed together with, you know, the influence of certain teachers and other artists, of course, in life. And um, But yeah, people say that, that they see my work, it's, it's Bill Carmen, you know. And that's how I get my work and my jobs, you know, now I don't actively pursue um, illustration jobs anymore, but they'll see my work online and say, well, we're one of those that has this odd, you know, thing for you to do, this this book, which, you know, and I think the James Joyce thing, they chose me also because, you know, I was in academics and, you know, you have to study Joyce. You can't just read it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And... And so that could bring that kind of discipline to it, you know? Um, so I think it was a good marriage that way. Yeah. I'm curious. I, you've mentioned in a previous class that I had with you that you'd worked at LucasArts. Is, is that the reason that you kind of leave those positions is that you can't really show your style and something that's so controlled and focused when you're on like a team like that? Um, I, I don't know. I quite honestly, I'm not sure why. Um, I think part of it is fear that I'll get, in there and I, you know, I'll be stuck in there and my, that's becomes my job. And, and, yeah. you know, it's my nine to five and, you know, I can't leave because now I've got all this experience in there. And, and, and so, you know, it is, there's always been a certain restlessness about me as far as the artwork kind of, kind of thing goes, but there's also with the LucasArts thing, you know, it, it's, do I want to take the time to pay the dues to get to where I want to be in that industry? Yeah. You start out working, you know, and doing small things and some storyboards and things like that. And quite honestly, I did not enjoy doing storyboards very much. Um, and so, you know, do I want to take 10 years? It's going to take for me because they kind of have a schedule of working their artists through their program. Yeah. But they did back then. I don't know if it's the same way anymore. Um, I was working in the theme park division. It's this weird, strange thing that we were doing theme parks. I was hired on to be a part of a team doing a you know, theme park in Japan. And it was an underwater theme and, and it was super fun. I worked with a bunch of architects. I was the only illustrator. and um, But I got to go and visit other parts of Industrial Light and Magic and LucasArts and um, got to look through storyboards and stuff. And I went to their art department there and they said, well, do us a storyboard, you know? And I took home and stuff and I did something. They said, you could work here if you want, you know? Um, you know, but this is this this is how you progress through the ranks here. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm sure somebody some people jumped the line because they were so good and um, you know they promoted them faster. But I just wasn't sure that's where I wanted to go. You know. Um, yeah, I definitely get that. So, someone I went to high school with, um, they went to Institute of Art in Chicago, and they got a, a job proposition from Way to Workshop, and it was to be on the team <laughs> that was working on Avatar. And when they went there, when they visited Way to a workshop, they were like, yeah, just so you know, we all signed this contract to finish these Avatar movies. And they, they were supposed to be finished already, but we're, you know, we're still here and uh, only the second one's come out. So you might be in this contract for another like decade or so. 
Um, yeah. There were people he had met there who they had signed the contract in 2004 and they were still there. And I mean, they, they haven't even finished post-production on the third movie and they're supposed to be five. So they were like, yeah, oh, some of us, I this is like, that. wow. Yeah. It's, they were like, some of us, this is just like our, this will be at the end of our career. This will be like all we did basically. This will be yeah. like the whole 30, 30 years or so. And so he was like, I, I can't do that. I just feel like if I get to a certain age and people are like, what did you do? Like in the arts in your career? And he's just like those three movies, like, that's it. Like, that's all I worked on. Then he'll, he'll feel kind of like un- yeah, unsatisfied by you that. You see those trees in that one scene, those are my trees, you know, and then there's, yeah. there's my troops in the next movie, you know, because I have a friend, of, you know, that works for them and, and, you know, he does swords and, and, you know, weapons and things like that. That's mm-hmm. basically all he does, um, does really well, but that's what he does, you know, and you don't get to work on everything. You, you get your little yeah area to work on and, I, I do so think I, part of it's the un, unsatisfaction of it, like not not feeling like um, people know that you were even a part of, you know, a project or that your voice was in the project because it's really not because, you know, especially in the Avatar movie, it's all one art style, which is just James Cameron's art style. So, yeah, it feels very like unsatisfying in, in that well, sense. For me, it would be yeah, being a worker at hand was never something I wanted to be. You know, I never wanted to be the hands, um, you know, that was like way I took my classes that for me, it's more about the thinking, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the part for me that I enjoy, you know, the ideas, the ideation, the whole process. So, yeah, I wanted to ask you, so, um, I listened to another podcast you did that was called like a creative push, I think it was called. And, um, you talked on there about kind of like your, the inner voice, kind of like the, the journey to how you like have this style now. I wanted to ask you, do you think that your style in painting now reflects any part of your personality, like your development as a person? Because I'm so curious when somebody has a style that is very different than how I think of them as a person, like how their personality appears to me. Right. Well, you know, it's hard for me to be able to step back far enough to see if that, you know, that really matches up, you know, because my personality in life you know um i'm actually fairly withdrawn person um i you know don't do well at part it's different than when i was in college and when i was young i i was outgoing and party i you know all that that kind of a thing and, and I, but now I, you know, I've, I've gotten to the stage in the last i don't know how long um where i am more withdrawn and um but when I get in the classroom, you know, I, I'm wide open. I, you know, I, maybe it's because I don't know if it's a control thing or if it's, you know, um, what it is. But I'm not sure if that's reflected in my work. I don't see my work as being terribly withdrawn, although it looks very controlled. Mm-hmm. So that possibly, in, in that way, I would say, yeah, you know, but it's an illusion because there's not a lot of control in my that, I mean, I flail and, you know, um, and for me, that's the fun part, the flailing, the, 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 the being lost, the getting to an ugly stage and having to get out of that ugly stage. Um, so I'm not sure if that reflects me or not. It's very difficult for me to be, have that kind of introspection, you know, um, but maybe other people see it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I-, I wanted to ask you the question. Um, just because it's become such a concept, I, I know, or I know someone who said that they, uh, the school even sent out an email about it. 
about not using AI in your projects and things like that. And I want to know what your opinion of that was like AI and art. Do you think that that is going to hold any sort of value anywhere soon in the future? I, I, I'm pretty sure it will. I think it's going to, you know, be a thing. And I think it's a, right now, I think it's a terrible thing. I'm, I'm, um, you know, the, to me, the process gets lost in it. So, you know, the, the machine takes takes hold of the process, aside from the fact that they're stealing from other people, you know, right. um, in some small way. And so, um, but again, it's for me, it's not, it's not about the end product. It's not about, oh, I have this thing to hang on the wall. The whole thing is about a journey, you know, um, the life. And, and, and then every piece that, that I do, it's, you know, it's about the process, the journey. And AI part removes that, that process, mm-hmm. you know, typing in prompts is not a process. That's, you know, what, what, is, what is that? I mean, um, so I say, you know, I, I am disgusted. I hate it. I don't, but I, the way, the personality of the world right now, absolutely going to take off. I'm sure of it. Um, you know, we'll do anything now to, to get to any, to get to the place we want to be, to get to, you know, be rich, to be famous, and it's even more about fame now. They, you know, it's look at me, look at me, look at me, look at influencers and all that kind of thing. Um, it, so, you know, we'll lie. You know, look at look at our world, look at the, the the people in our world who are influencing our world. Lies to them are like breathing. It's not a, it's not a thing at all. So, mm. I have no doubt at all that something like this will be very satisfying to people like that. Mm. You know, that don't want to put in the work. That don't you know. Um, have the vision. Um, let me look good by just stealing from other people, you know? Yeah. Something I find interesting with it is, do you think that part of the sort of like process of people viewing art and enjoying art is the background of the human being who made the art? Cause I know I went to the British museum of art and it's so interesting looking at those paintings because they have sort of the spiel about the artist on the side, right? And a lot of times, the interesting thing about the painting is how, I don't know any other way to word this, like how troubled the artist was or like how bad of a life the artist had. And they talk about this painting, like Sunflower by Van Gogh is in in there. And their whole spiel on him is just like, yeah, probably like very mentally like troubled, you know, ended up like really disturbing a lot of people. When asked about his paintings, he was just like, oh, is this not the way the world looks? Like, this is what it looks like to me. And so I feel like that's why people find interest in a lot of art. Um, and I think sometimes I even think about people who are very famous art sort of production designers. Like I think about like Tim Burton, who has like a mm-hmm. very specific vision. And when you see something, you're like, that guy's weird. So I'm going to check out that movie. Do you think that that kind of goes away with AI? Because it's not I mean you don't know of a specific person. It's just like, Oh, Dali or mid journey made that, you know? Yeah. Well, for me, for me is knowing that there's no, there's no heart there. There's no soul there. You know, there's no reality. There's no real person behind that whole thing. It immediately cheapens the whole experience. You know, knowing that when I'm looking at a piece hanging on the wall in the museum, and, um, that there is a, you know, not only a history, but a, a story of the piece of the person um, and, and the process that, 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 you know, that 
it makes it more real in a way that um, makes it more, I don't want to say accessible necessarily, but more wanting to be accessed, you know? And, and so uh, I, you know, that's, that's a good point. I think that, you know, uh, having a history or a soul makes a huge difference, you know, um, as far as the appeal of a piece or, you know, for me, at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a question. I've asked all of the guests this I've recorded so far, so I, I have to ask you this by obligation. What are my, one of my questions um, that I'm always interested in the answer is, do you think that art needs to be about something? I think that art needs to be about something. Yeah. So kind of the background of this is that when, and when AI creates art, right, when it, when it generates it, it's looking for the reason that things exist in the algorithm. So this person likes this because it, you know, it attracts this type of crowd and this sort of thing. And so an example of this was uh, if there's a person who puts in a prompt about Halloween it's going to look for painters and things like that who specifically deal with sort of more scary elements, I guess, ghosts or demonic things, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But is the, the question is, is art really ever about anything? Like obviously it has a topic, but do you have to look at it and know what it's about? Okay. That, that's a different question. If, if you, do you have to look at it and know what it's about to enjoy it or to appreciate it? Yeah. Cause I think definitely not. I think most of the time you don't. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't think you need to, you know, I think uh, um, when you ask something else in the beginning, you know, does art have to be about something? And I'm not sure that you can't be, it has to be about, even if it's about nothing, it's mm -hmm. that something, right? And so, but, you know, um, you don't have to know what that thing is to appreciate a piece of art. I mean, um, my, my first physical reaction to a, to a work of art was, uh, at the, uh, National Gallery in Smithsonian. Um, and I came around a corner, I was fairly young, um, I came around the corner and there were three Vermeers hanging on the wall and I walked up to the one in the center and I just got super emotional. It just, I didn't know what the piece was about even yet. It just just that, that composition just kind of, you know, coalesced and came together to me. And I just got a tear, you know, and, and it never happened to me before looking at an artwork. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think we, we have animal responses, in, you know, to, to visual stimulus, to, uh, you know, to, to composition, to, you know, the way things are arranged colors whatever it may be and it can be completely abstract but i still think that we appreciate on on levels that we might even understand so mm -hmm. yeah it, it brings me back to uh roger deakins who's the like most award-winning cinematographer of, of all time he they were asked one time if his style of shooting is for any particular reason and he was like to be honest with you i i I really just make images that I think about in everyday life. Like it's just a reflection of just how I am when I'm walking around in normal life, basically. And he used to come from still photography and he's like, yeah, I think that, you know, when you are making art, a lot of times it's really just you showing another person what you're like in some sense. And 
there might be a topic and you might be drawing or painting or taking a photograph of something in particular. But a lot of times you're just showing that person something about yourself, which in his mind is kind of the, the point of it is to step into another person's shoes for like just even a moment to see what their sort of, you know, thoughts on the matter are. Um, yeah. And I find that really interesting well, because for me, that's what the problem with AI is, is because you can't relate because you there's not a human behind, right? The other side. Yeah, there, there are no levels, you know, and a lot of levels also that, you know, artwork is, is a way for me of dealing, you know, dealing with the world. I, there's a lot of humor in my work because if I didn't de you know, deal with it that way, I'd go crazy. I'd, I'd, you know, I, I, I couldn't cope. So it, it's a release for me, but you know, AI that can't be a release for anybody. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, it, there there are no levels to AI, mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I just I can't tell you how disappointed I am with it. <laughs> and, and with knowing that it's going to take off, I think because because again, the way our world is. Um, right. Right. Um, well, we are approaching. 35 minutes recorded. So um, we'll, we'll uh, sort of wrap this up. I want to I want to ask you, though, so people can get a get a hold of you. Where can guests find you? Like, what, what are you working on right now? You said the James Joyce book and then I finished that. That's that's been it's just waiting to come out. And so, OK, gotcha. I can't post any of that work yet. Um, but yeah, I, I'm on Instagram, Bill Carmen Art. Um, I'm on Facebook, um, old school, you know. Um, so just make sure you spell my last name correctly, C-A-R-M-A-N. So, you have a book out right now, right? What's that? You have a book out right now, right? That's on Amazon? That's just your work? Yeah. yeah I have a book about work. It's still available at Amazon. Um, uh, so, yeah, just type in my name. It'll come up. And, gotcha. Um, or you can go to directly to the publisher. I still think he has copies. He may even have copies of the deluxe edition still. And that's Flesk publications so f-l-e-s-k um they do great books so. okay very nice very nice okay well thank you so much for doing this and um My pleasure i'm sure i'll be be contacting you sooner or later about uh what i'm what i'm working on i can't talk about anything i'm working on yet but yeah it'll be soon love to see it love to see it okay well thank you so much for doing this and i'll, I'll talk to you soon all right take care Stephen. You do.